for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Hello and welcome to oh episode 120 of That's a Shame. It's something of a special. Yeah, it's a kind of pilot of a special, a trial special, if you will, because less we, we think forget. you might hate it. Yeah, and <laughs> um, we might as well. But here we are. We're in what week is it, Declan? Uh, it's the week beginning the 19th. You're right. And that's important because... Uh, it, we're coming up to payday. Uh, well, some of us aren't. So thanks mm-hmm. for rubbing that in. Okay. Uh, any, cast your mind back through history. I know you're quite okay. the historian, aren't you? Yeah. In your time. Yep, yep. Cast your mind back. The year was, oh, it was ages ago. Well, the 19th is two weeks after a bonfire night. Oh, yeah. And it was after Bonfire Night. Everyone was so inspired by all those fireworks mm-hmm. underneath the parliament that actually didn't happen, that they sailed They killed on a bunch m- of foreigners. Yes, on the Mayflower. Oh. They drove the boat straight onto the it. land and ran them, ran them down. It seemed that in the past, almost anything was an excuse to go somewhere and kill some foreigners, it wasn't was, it? It was one of those things like, you know, where there's an atmosphere in the room. Like everyone's waiting for someone to stand up and be like, right, it reminds well, me I'm of, off. of like going to Willow. Uh-huh. You just wait uni. for the, the dam to break. Yeah. And, and you're like, just like, Willow. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah all right. Everyone's <sighs> just waiting for someone. to. And when like, you get there, you make the most of it. Should we go and colonize? And it, yeah. I was thinking oh, that come well, on, mate. Fucking yeah, hop on the ship. It. Got any smallpox? Don't be <laughs> forgetting the smallpox. Across the ocean. Come on, pilgrims. Yeah. So it's Thanksgiving. And not ones to pass up on an opportunity for shame and celebration. And to shamelessly cash in on a celebration yes, based that's, on slaughter. Yes, sorry, that's what I meant. Uh, we have jumped aboard our own kind of digital Mayflower mm. with an episode that I think we're going to be calling Shampsgiving. Shampsgiving. I don't like that you've put a P in Shamp-s-giving. there. Shamps-giving. <laughs> Why have you put a P in the way? Well, uh, it's to evoke a kind of shampoo. It's like champagne socialism. But are you spelling it with a C? Uh, no. Oh, Don't okay. ask me too many questions. <laughs> the name is still in workshopping phase, so if you've got a, a better idea, now's the time. I, I'm happy with it, so long as How about P is gone. So it's like, I've been what shanked. About, There's a lamb shank. Shamsk giving. Mm, yeah, it's not too fun to say the bit there. No, but... That's why I was trying to soften it with another consonant. Yeah, but the P was a poor... Shant skiving. A shant sounds like a slur. <laughs> a sea shant. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame. We'll, we'll, we'll come up with something. You'll, you'll already know what it's called, of course. Yeah. So this one, normally, um, much to Paul's dismay as a librarian, that's Shy Yeti Paul, um, our specials fall outside of the numbering schema mm. that otherwise keeps this show as ordered numerically as it is content-wise. Mm. Um but this one, I think we're going to keep it as 120 because, like we say, it's it's a trial, it's a test. And given the uh, nature of the feature, there's a good 80% chance it will never make it to air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, heavily edited if it does, hey? Mm. So, yeah, we thought we'd take this opportunity. We've been kicking around this ball of ideas for, what, ooh, 25, 30 minutes at yep. least at this coming up to 3am juncture that we find ourselves in almost every week. Isaac did a thing that he does sometimes where we were brainstorming in here mm. and then he just said, okay, I'm going away. And he just left the room for a bit <laughs> and then came back in. He'd given up on the previous idea and had come up with a new one. Yeah. But in a way that makes it feel like 
he definitely went out and stole it from somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I went out to go to the reflection zone, mm, the altered mm. state. Yeah. It's sort of adjacent to the reflection zone. Your podcast feed. It's where I look at myself right in the mirror until the eyes go all wide, like you're on And is that the altered state or is it Well, you can start adjunct. to see the altered state through the pupils. It just comes in into the periphery. Until the pupils take up the whole face and that's when you know you've gone too far, mm. for sure. So we... We were planning, we were thinking, brainstorming, if you will, thought sharing upon different ways that we as a top Mount Privolo citizens that we are could demonstrate, ruminate upon, reflect upon as well the thanks that we have to give in our lives for the many benefits that, let's be honest, Jesus Christ has afforded us. Oh, yeah. Um. And we had, well, what was our original idea? It was going to be based on the yes, no tarot, ask spirits game. Yeah. We were going to come up with some kind of fibbage, call my bluff-esque, like which of these three things am I thankful am for? Am I thankful for? But then I realized, couldn't be bothered to think of and it would 15 last things. 10 minutes tops. Mm-hmm. So we moved on to a version two. Still, like I say, in the prototyping phase, we don't have a name for it. Maybe we should call it... Uh, uh, I'm going to say because it's similar to uh, uh, another like more famous game. Uh-huh. I think it's not a sh- rip off of though. Just no, let me jump in there. It should be called uh, Thanks the Unthanksable. Uh, okay. The Unthankables maybe. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. Um, because it, it's similar to a game um, played on a radio show that I used to listen to a lot. Um, and the game is Defend the Indefensible uh-huh. uh, in which uh, we, we've played like similar versions of it before here I think on the show maybe but well, we did that one on radio it was like it. Uh, film things <laughs> yeah <laughs> you remember but this one is more like uh, you're given some you're given a <laughs> you're given a, a topic that you definitely don't believe oh. and you have to 100% throw your weight behind and is it the, and the are the points given for like rhetoric rhetoric and commitment yeah that's it great. was famously on um uh, used on a radio show called Fighting Talk, which is like a sports uh, game show uh-huh. on the radio that was played every Saturday morning that Colin Murray hosted. And uh, it was famously walked out of the game by uh, a boxing commentator called Steve Bunce, who was asked to defend the, 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 the line oh, that boxing is the gayest sport. <laughs> And he, left. he just quit. He was. Like, I'm uh, not doing it. Boxing, <laughs> boxing folk quite homophobic. Yeah, That's well they are. Latest, yeah. yeah, but you'd have to be because it's a very homoerotic sport. So you they do all that face to face. They do that thing like you've seen. Must have seen clips of like a boxer trying to psych another one out by kissing him. Yeah, and one of them gets so angry and like punches himself in one clip that I saw Ooh. out of sheer repressed yeah. homosexuality. <laughs> they always like, but they're, you know, topless. They cling to each other in the ring. God, they do, don't they? No, they, they all, they're all fucking. They love it. <laughs> Muhammad Ali, let me tell you, before he went. Queer as folk. <laughs> um, if anyone from the Ali estate is listening, that's Declan at shame.city. You can direct any legal threats to. So we have got cups that's always a good sign for some yep. shame content two cups here these are plastic cups that have, i've had in my life since probably the age of about seven and it's good that we're not going to sully them with anything you know no. overtly negative because we had to set some ground rules on yeah on the but indefensible the think that we pretty much just fucked those to the wind well yeah but yeah. i think what 
I think we set ground rules that were stricter than we knew we did here. Yeah. In the hope that we wouldn't we end up with things. Exactly. Such as so I won't list. Essentially, we have written for one another five things yeah. for which they must claim to be thankful yeah. and explain the origin and indeed the extent. Uh-huh. Obviously very large. Yes. Of their thanks. Uh, and I presume there's going to be an element of like interrogative yeah oh questioning definitely just to get to the core because it's going to be important both for us as introspective folk yeah and for the listeners to to get to that kernel of what really are you thankful for because you might say oh i'm thankful for you know all the good films that there are but really that's a crying out for connection yeah and in the same way i'm sure that each of these five that we've not so much chosen for the other as as revealed based on our understanding of their lives uh-huh. uh, to be true, I think each of them is going to be a window into the other's soul. Yeah, you, I think you confirm so. that with what you've written. Uh, yeah, I think it should just give a nice broad overview. That's really good to know. Mm. So it only remains for us to solidify the template for delivery. I propose something about I, your name, in the year of our Lord 2018, am thankful for. And then okay. you say the thing. Yeah, so Who, I... Well, De- you go, go first. first yeah. I, Declan This is the sound of him shaking his paper. In the year of our Lord 2018, yeah. I'm thankful for... Now, Declan has to unwrap mine like a Christmas present because I just scrunched all the paper up. <clears throat> the unkempt facial hair of the elderly exclamation oh, point. Right, that's interesting. So that's quite a specific thing to be thankful for. Um, and at the same time, very broad, because you've not said, like, one elderly person in particular. No, no. All, Is this a trend you All noticed? of the elderly, yeah. Right. There's an interesting facet where unkempt mm-hmm. is one of those uh, dispensable adjectives. I think when we say the facial hair of the elderly, we can broadly accept that it, it, it will, will and unkempt. must be unkempt. Yeah, because they get to the stage, don't they, the elderly, where they don't give... I, I actually, I think I would be more specific than than this, uh, specifically elderly women. Oh, I think you should include men and uh, non-binary know, elderlies. Obviously. Ever met a non-binary OAP? Uh, not that I knew of. Yeah, not that I knew of but either. They but they could have just be been there. there. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I just couldn't see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we find... Um, it's particularly uh, unique hair, uh-huh. the facial hair of the elderly. Yeah. Wiry. Yeah. Um, Stubborn. Thick. Yes. Well, it's thick because it matches their contribution to the tax bracket. Yeah. And the, you know, the winter fuel allowance. And uh, the ongoing xenophobia of the nation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the, the facial hair has to kind of stand yeah. for all of that. Um, it's unique as well in the places and I oh. should probably say patches right. in which it grows. Suggesting that it's not a kind of uniform affair. No, very, very rarely. I mean, obviously there will be your uh, bog standard old man who's still got a beard. Yeah. But uh, we're not really talking about him. Like, obviously I admire that and I'm thankful for it. But Well, why is that? Though? I feel like it's don't cheating. Just, don't be glib. Because why no, no, are you I feel like it's, for an old man? I feel beard? like it's not very specific because, uh, you know, they've just happened. They just happen to continue to have. But so why are you so old. thankful for it? Uh, I'm still thankful for it in the general sense. That I think that it's, that it's, uh, well, he could be a veteran. He, he almost certainly is if he's a very old well, man. Yeah, yeah. Or definitely. But I think that Lions led by donkeys. more that it's the uh, 
the thankfulness that he's covering up his horrible, ugly, wrinkled skin. Oh, okay. I see. So yeah. it's a kind of elderly disguise. Yes, exactly. It's um, not that he's trying to ho- hide from you how old he is. It's no. just that he's saying, I know I've got to the stage of grossness. Um, Physical grotesquery. And I'm going to keep as much of that kind of under this full, probably glistening snowy beard. Yeah. And 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 it's kind of like the, uh, the double-edged sword here because that's one half of my thankfulness for the unkempt facial uh-huh. hair of the elderly. The other half is almost quite the opposite. I'm thankful for their very stark and brazen refusal <laughs> to have even a passing care uh-huh. for my disgust. That's good. Yeah. At them. It's quite admirable. Yeah. And, you know, it lets you know straight off the bat that they will not give a fuck. They're ready to About die. anything. They're, they they're possibly basically are on dead. their knees in front of the reaper Begging. saying, Daddy, take me to the dark place. Am I right? Uh, <laughs> feel like you've got some wires crossed there, but the image is uh, a visceral one. Yeah, yeah. you know, it, it just—it's um, like people who uh, will uh, let you know straight off the bat, like you know, I, I, I'm 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 a Tory, but I'm 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 you know, econ- I'm fiscally yeah, conservative, yeah. but I'm socially, socially liberal. liberal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like you know, the gays—they can do what they want. Yeah. Like what I say is, what as long I as they've got, see, a, as long as they've got a job. What goes on between two concerning adults, like it's none of my business, none of the state's business. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the tax, the tax breaks—they need to—they need to be larger. So, uh, it like those people very kindly let you know straight off the bat. Uh-huh. Okay, you're horrid. You're a horrid idiot. Um, the elderly with their unkempt facial hair, thankfully let you know immediately that they are going to smell. Oh, okay. And And that they're the backbone of the country and and that we kind of have to follow their lead, I suppose, politically and socially. uh, Almost the opposite. Oh, okay. In fact, exactly Talk to me about that. Go on. Well, it lets you know that they're probably the sort of person who just happened to find a house... Oh, um for one pound fifty. No, for free, probably. For free, okay. It was it was just there. Maybe um, after they fell out of free university education. Uh could have been after free university uh-huh. education. It could have been. Um and then they chosen to pay. And for well, there was a strong jobs market as well. Very good. So they were just they were employed yeah. their their whole lives. <laughs> are they are they they're white, are they, in your uh, well, uh, predominantly, yeah, okay. of course, but you know, we live in, in London. Yeah, that's true. It's, a, it's a very white pension. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Pension bracket. Um, so I think they, they maybe have forgotten that time happened. Mm. They're now very old and things are very different. Yeah. And that actually the so-called lazy, you know, millennial generation yeah. are working more hours than ever before uh-huh. for even less money to buy more expensive things. Oh, that's a good reason to be thankful. And so they've got all that ugly hair to show me. That's really good. Well, thank you for that. That's um, all right. Maybe a little applause. And oh, maybe, no, you. I think after each one we should toast. Just a little. We should say, Shanksgiving and toast like that. Ready? I'm just going to let you say <laughs> <it>. <laughs> okay. I, Isaac BD, in the year of our Lord 2018, am thankful for the continued prolific that's my parenthesis mm-hmm. funding of the madeline mccann investigation and there is a an asterisk i should have mentioned as well the ultimately meaningless madeline mccann investigation yeah. and yeah that's that's pretty much been my position for the full 11 years if we went back on. through our chats like our yeah. facebook chats 
and any kind of mentions on the podcast. They're very pro. I've got a very consistent outlook, which is more money, more Maddie. And yeah. in fact, that's been a motto of mine. <laughs> and you're, you know, since, we're holding out for that. <laughs> since back in the day. And what I like, I suppose, about it um, is that it's emblematic for me of the amount of care, sure, of resources, of social energy, and of this relentless pursuit of justice that the UK and our blessed government has for any white middle class child that goes missing mm. and i think and they give really no well they give that, that much money to all all the investigations going on in yeah oh absolutely children, Pro- well yeah not all of them because some of them some of them are kind of like dud kids oh um, and they weren't right, like yeah. necessarily on holiday in the algarve region or wherever no. it was no but um, that you know that's it's still unfortunate to go missing oh god and absolutely, it could have like, it could have happened to anyone's kids it wasn't like yeah, anyone they who was kind of like drugged and like left their kids in a, in a room. They'd and let, no, but it was pro- they were probably supervised by... Yeah, a, by each other. Ad- so it's yeah, like, it's one of the, thing of like... When but one of the kids three. was like 17... Uh, uh, four. Uh, <laughs> but they say four... Is the new 17. Very grown up. They're, they're, when you're four, I think you are legally allowed to look after twin babies. I think yeah. That's, well, yeah. that's been kind of proven by... But they, case law but they had to leave. They, they had, had to, to go. Leave. It was an important social dinner. Mm-hmm. And um, I think there were, what, like 12 of them or something. There were a whole bunch of people going. So oh. you can't kind of, if you're Kate McCann, you can't mm-hmm. be seen to be deferring to no. the whims of spoiled but they, children. But they were checking back all the time, weren't they? It was like every five minutes or As, so. They were just... Yeah, pretty much constantly. Um, like every, you know, every few hours. Yeah. Sometimes every other evening. And it's good that, you know, in even in light of such travesty such God, a real horrible. yeah very very horrid um they've handled it with a lot of dignity straight and grace from the start neither of them has attempted in any way to capitalize no well, you wouldn't you wouldn't on you? that um they haven't sought the limelight no, they haven't again. placed their kid and sorry let me just interrupt you because this is I, i'm kind of getting the sense that you're a bit of a, what we call a mccann skeptic in the Maddie community, the Mad immunity right. that I'm a part of, um, this accusation towards Kate in particular that she saw out the limelight, I think you'll find, is her sacrificing her public image because she knows people are going to think, oh, look, it's that Kate Mechanic. Writing two books about it. Yeah. What she's doing is she's keeping it in our the front of our kind of public national right. debate. Because without, I... without that, we'd have forgotten. Yeah, and we... Because it's helped to find her. Exactly. We've never been closer or, <laughs> in another sense, as far as from the truth that Kate, you know, probably... So I'm, you don't think they're guilty... No one does. ...or no. complicit? I mean, I've never met anyone who, who would think that. No. There was blood in their car, but there's blood in... All, there's blood in everywhere. everyone's car. I've heard if you shine a UV light... If you shine a UV everywhere. light on my car... There's fluid of all kinds... <laughs> seeping out of the walls of any RAV4 you care to mention. So it's good that they've given... How, it was It's what, like about 100,000 in total? Well, it, the 11 we years read that now, statistic, very weirdly worded statistic the other day that was that enough, the amount of funding given to the investigation of Maddie, which yeah. all the Portuguese police have like basically stopped getting involved in because they said there was so much obstruction, yeah. 
and a bunch of them were like, well, we're pretty sure that the parents did it. Um, heathens, of course. Oh, I and that just, you know, that's why I've been very sceptical about ever closer ties with the European mm. Union and the kind of continent as a whole. But that's another story for sure. <laughs> but um, if if that amount of money had gone into like schooling, we read that it would have been enough to finance a school for 12,000 children, <laughs> just like no school has for a um, couple of years. I read a, a, a more damning statistic about a similar topic uh-huh. the other day um, that was... It was a tweet that said if you that there was an article celebrating the fact that children in need has now raised a billion pounds wow. it was for children's charities. But um someone shared it saying if ever you needed affirming that taxes are a much better way to raise money than charity, mm. then uh you should know that it has taken children in need thirty eight years to raise enough money to run or to fund the child services bill in this country for a month and a half. (laughs) Wow. That's a shame, isn't it? It's like insane. Yeah, that's quite grim. Um, Unlike, of course, and I must reiterate my thanks to all those involved in signing off ever more funding for the investigation. Let's cheers on that. Thanksgiving. I'd just like to say as well that I apologise for using the phrase. Uh I apologise for any connotations. And I wholeheartedly distance myself from the phrase, four is the new 17. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably for the best. Yeah. Just wanted to get that out there. That's really good of you. I'm Uh, thankful for that. I, Declan Delane. Okay, you're doing a little In the year of our Lord 2018. Mm, That's this one. I'm thankful for... Uh-huh. Is it the lighting state in here that it's, means it's impossible to read? It's the art of the deal. Oh, okay. The, is that the... Now, some may think that I mean specifically the book... I did think that, yeah. Donald Trump's, uh, definitely written by him, uh-huh. uh, best-selling book about the art of the deal called The Art of the Deal. Is it about a deal in particular? No, it's The Deal. Right. You've got the wrong article there. Okay. Um, but I'm actually thankful more, speci- more, more generally, mm-hmm. rather, um, for the very art of the deal itself. Um, oh. And what you see um, in the Trump presidency, as opposed to uh, all of the former presidents and indeed Barack any other Hussein world... Obama. <laughs> speaks for first itself. First and foremost. Yeah. And of course, any other world leader throughout history is that they haven't approached the task of governance... Uh-huh. With enough business savvy. Very much you know. like him, yeah. I can um, and that's why uh, Donald Trump's administration has made more money mm-hmm. and spent less money yep. and has secured a much safer and more respected place on the world stage for America uh-huh. than it's ever had before. Are we going to put any like sources for that in our in our show notes i think people can see it for themselves really unless they're probably like beta soy boy cuck well yeah obviously then obviously they'll be blinkered by that presumable lack of of just the meat fire if they're just a bunch of fucking libtards then what can we do to help um you know uh let's just take you know in a passing instance the uh the murder of journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Okay, yeah. Because well, well I don't know about you, but I, just to jump in, I mean, obviously we're uh, we're glad that we're thankful. For no, that. we're not thankful for that. Oh, because it was a heinous and abominable right uh, murder. But he was enemy of the people. Um, well, not 
any people that I know of. I thought it was all the American people who, to whom, you know, the media... Oh, the media in general, yeah. yeah it's kind of but, deep state. But he, he, you know, he wasn't uh, specifically him. He'd worked for the Washington Post. Yeah. So that's pretty... I uh, know that's but, Jeff, Jeff Bezos. He's all over that. Yeah, and so... That rag. So, like, obviously, he had to go... Yeah, well, naturally, I'm yeah, totally and, angry. And the Saudis, uh-huh. they were like, you know, we'll, we'll take one for the team. We're, no worries, over to us. We'll, don't worry, we'll, we'll do that. Yeah. And then... And uh, so well executed. And there was that... The literal sense. And there was that tape. There's yeah. that tape, of course, of the murder, which uh, Donald himself referred to as very violent, uh-huh. very vicious... And? Terrible. Good. Um, he, well, he didn't... Uh, that's what he heard about it. He was actually... Too much of a pussy to listen no, no, to himself. He was, he was, oh, he was sorry. He was. He that's was too classic. Busy to sorry, ignorance. Um, because as a businessman, you've got to. There's so much. I, ha, I'm not a master of the art of the deal. I'm, okay. I'm, well, I'm a kind of novice. apprentice of the deal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> an apprentice. <laughs> like it's of a the deity. Um, um, but uh, what he has bravely done since mm. then, that no other president would have been brave enough to do, yeah. is say, "Don't worry about it." That's yeah, because it's it's the strategy. And he was like, "We, we, you know, you, you, sometimes in business, people, you know, you got to play dirty, haven't you?" Well, it's not even that for me. I don't know if you remember the year was. I think it was nineteen twenty eight or something. Steve Jobs came out for a keynote. It all seemed kind of run of the mill. Oh, we've got a new Mac. Oh, yeah. we've got a new mouse. Wow, it's great. And then he said these immortal words and one more thing. And then he announced, you remember the iPhone? Oh, yeah. Blew apart the modern technological landscape. Of course. And the, the key there, and I think what Trump has probably taught Steve, I don't, I don't quite know the lineage there. <laughs> no. Because he's older, isn't he? I mean, especially because yeah. Steve Jobs is dead. So well, everyone's older than him in a way. Um, it's blindsiding people with what they least expect. And mm. everyone expects the office of American president to be like, well, I condemn the killing of a US resident journalist Citizen. just flat out by a foreign authority in another foreign country. Who kidnapped but, him and took him somewhere and, and and they, you know, what did they do? String him up and oh, beat him and all sorts. Yeah, and... they had all manner of tools at their disposal. But what he does is he thinks, well, what's going to keep the markets guessing what's going to keep them afloat keep the interest what's going what's going to really make people not necessarily agree with but respect the yeah. office of president someone to be like wow i would i wouldn't have done that i wouldn't have had the balls but to support he, that murder he's brave enough to yeah. go out into the world yeah and say people whose business ties he is dependent mm. it's fine that they murdered someone in cold blood and to that bravest thing Thanksgiving I'm very thankful yeah really good okay well I Isaac Bernier Doyle in the year of our Lord 2018 I'm thankful for at last I mean talk about overdue Stan Lee's much belated (laughs) death Stan like the amount of cameos that that man has dared to film (gasps) ruining franchises as broad as, you know, not only cinema, but I was on, I was in Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. There's a ride there. And it's he dared called, to visit. <laughs> it's called the Big Spider-Man ride. Okay. It's a really cool mix of like 
uh, physical motion and then these giant screens that make you kind of unsure if you're moving and which parts are simulated. And it's a story that unfolds about the Spider-Man, his relationship with Dr. Octopus, which I, I think is deeply sexual at its core. Um, and all of a sudden you're enjoying... All you have to do is see Alfred Molina in those claws. And you think, me, yeah. Slow I'm down there, Pete. Horny on the TL. Absolutely. And you're immersed in this whole world. And then all of a sudden a fucking truck comes at you and the camera just lingers. Your ride vehicle might as well have come to a stop and a big spotlight just shone on the old, haggard, talentless face of <laughs> comics' greatest villain, Stanley Lee. Lee. His name Stanley was, Lee Lee. His name is just Stanley something, isn't it? And yeah. he chose it Stanley. I mean, too cowardly to even put his name on his own product. I'm thankful that it's happened. I guess I'm disappointed that it was... Oh, with the amount of adulation that it was, because I saw people coming out of the woodwork to fall over in bending and scraping obsequious praise. Do you see um, no merit to anything he ever did? Thank you for asking. Correct. <laughs> I see no merit <laughs> to anything that he ever... Do you not feel that, at the very did. least, by by inventing the Spider-Man, uh-huh. that he has given you not just some some films that i know that you enjoy right but also um a great point of reference at any time you get bitten by an insect such as you have been recently well this is the thing and this is perhaps what brought my uh i'll admit oh, no. offbeat attitude to are my you, head are I'm you saying suggesting... that he's, he sold you a false dream <laughs> well both that and the fact that spiders wouldn't be biting people if they didn't think they hadn't been propagandized into thinking that we were going to be swinging around. Oh, was that joy. the first spider bite? Absolutely. On record. Oh, no. He invented the concept of venomous creatures somehow conveying magical science powers upon losers. And spiders to this day have the gall, dim-witted little creepy fucks that they are, to keep it going. I know, and most of them aren't even at all radioactive, and they it's, think that their bite's going to do anything but make you limp for a week. They fucking rate themselves, <laughs> I tell you what. The arachnid deviants. So yeah, it's all good, really. Oh, wow. Thanksgiving. Right. How about you? Uh, me? Yeah. Well, I, Declan Delane, mm-hmm. in the year of our Lord 2018... I'm incredibly thankful. Oh, incredibly. For the hot, damp breath of a right-behind-you geography teacher. Oh, okay. Uh, well, no questions. Talk to me about that. Talk me through Well, it. one of the things I'm thankful for is the interesting uh, grammatical structure of the uh-huh. sentence in that it's the uh-huh. definite article, hot, damp breath yeah. of a indefinite article. Well, that's... Right behind your geography teacher. I assume what you're suggesting with that, thanks, is that all geography teachers are kind of united by this right behind you hot damp By a single... That they share. Breath. That like a hive share. mind, but for the lungs. Um, yeah. Uh, the thing about geography teachers is that they are Disproportionately sex <laughs> I'm afraid to Phew. say. And those that aren't... Uh-huh. Um, Want to be? ...have such crippling... Or cripplingly odd personalities, uh-huh. such as to be tantamount to mm. a sexual deviant. It's like they're a few skipping stones away from tipping you, over the edge. I don't know if it's... Um, it's probably a conflation of the two. 
that learning the water cycle oh. so many times and they're then teaching it Turns so many you times into it. will send you mad uh-huh. but also that you have to be slightly mad to be willing to put yourself through that in the first because it's the one thing you can say for geography is that it's very upfront as a subject that this is all you'll be doing <laughs> for the next. <laughs> it's the most self-limiting subject of your life. We're talking like, about like secondary school, year <clears throat> three, year three, primary school. Oh. They teach you the water cycle. Yeah, and you know, I, I've I've had pals do A level geography. I've, I know someone who did a degree in geography. Mm-hmm. I don't understand Sorry, it, but still, still there. It's got a bit of the, it's gonna find cycle. its way and it's insidious like that. It's pretty important um, stuff though, isn't it? Yeah. I think there is I no a- subject with less to say to the under sixteen demographic than geography. Because like you say, even in year eleven, we were still just colouring the water blue. Yeah. And that was like it. There's a there's like a there's a section of geography, like human geography is very interesting mm-hmm. and the way in which it relates to like politics. But Any that's idea. always done in like a half breath. Yeah, because they spend- know that it's actually the remit of history yeah. or politics. <laughs> that they're just like sneaking into the fucking temple. I've always found that geography teachers are exceptionally knowledgeable. Yeah, me too. But almost pointlessly so. It's because like a futility. It's, relevant. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a I, curse. Like, I did have a, a geography teacher that I like. He was a bastard. How was the breath? Uh, I'll get to that. Okay, Don't good. worry. Um, but I remember... I think I might have mentioned it on on the show before, but I enjoy the story. He, I, I had a, an article to write uh-huh. about is the Akasombo Dam good for Ghana? Right. <laughs> I remember the title perfectly because it was the only thing we did for about a whole year, mm-hmm. and we you know, discussed all these various pros and cons in class for months, on, and then we had to write to the little, dam. Uh, you know, well, it, in order to build it, there a lot of people had to leave their homes oh, okay um so uh, it came to the actual writing of it and i i came i cannot remember what the point was but i came up with this point all by myself mm-hmm. that i was very very proud of and it was Why quite a lengthy be? paragraph anyway i was ill the day we were supposed to hand them in so the next week i went in he handed everyone else's out and i took mine up to him while everyone was doing a task and i was like look sorry his mine i wasn't here last week and he was, and he was like, "Oh, I'll just mark it now for you." Uh-huh. So I watched him go through, ticking, ticking. Nice. Like, yeah, good. that's good sign. Good, good. Then he got to this paragraph that I uh, had written myself, and he read through the whole thing, and then at the end just wrote, "No." <laughs> <laughs> While I stood Brutal. there and watched, <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, the breath element. Yeah. He was one of uh, three geography teachers at secondary school that I ever had. Wow, we only had of the four one that in the I whole met. school. Oh, wow. No, no, we had quite the geography department. A whole little, like, team of jogs. Mm. Cool. Jogs. Jogs, yeah. Okay. Um, Work with it. And I can confirm mm-hmm. that the breath was consistently yeah. both hot and damp. And where kind of relative to you? Uh, right behind you. Oh. Ah. Oh, interesting. Um, always in that kind of like leaning, peering, yeah. freak on the tube, trying to look at your crossword. I think they're always kind of quite sense. tall, a geography teacher. They tend they to be, are yeah. straining to see up the mountains to know what it's like up there. Yeah, and they it gives them a sense of how the weather changes yeah. the higher up you go. They can spit and explain the water cycle. They can spit further than any other form of teacher. That's how they Any other job, species of sure. teacher. That's what I've um, always known to be but, true. I'm thankful for it because it always reassured you uh-huh. that 
if ever you were in the presence of a paedophile outside of uh-huh. the geography classroom, you'd be able to instantly identify them by the same hot, damp breath. Or maybe in the same way as like a dog pisses against the tree, the hot, damp breath from your geography teacher oh, would yeah. signal, it would act as a T- beacon yeah. to the others to like, stay the fuck away. Back this off, is this is one of mine. Turf, yeah. yeah. But then, of course, you know, you do have to worry that maybe it was the opposite and it was like a like a oh mark, like a target on the back of my head. Well, Either way, I'm thankful for Shams it. Shamsgiving. I, Isaac Bernier Doyle, I'll tell you what I'm thankful for as I unravel it now. And it's in the year of our Lord 2018, by the way. It's Disney's decision to cast my favourite actor. That's Well, it's written there, but it's also my opinion, which is helpful. Lin-Manuel Miranda as the unlovable idiot Bert in uh we're talking about Mary Poppins Returns now well you are yeah so let's start let's kind of go backwards through this because you probably have some questions about the unlovable adjective I've chosen for Bert well I I I have because I remember him as I think many of our listeners will also Uh as perhaps the kindliest and most lovable character in the original film and so it's interesting that you Mm. should uh be thankful a that uh, what's it? Your favourite actor, Lin Manuel Miranda, was I would cast say so, in that yeah. role. It's more and than also that, that, it's more than that you now actor. consider him unlovable. Yeah, well, it's not just now. Um, it's kind of been fostering for a while. He's not an ex geography teacher. Well, put it this way: I found out today that he had to pay four thousand dollars. Oh yeah, <laughs> to to play the role of the banker. Yeah, in uh, in the original Mary Poppins. <laughs> I, I saw that here as well. And all I'm saying is. There's only going to be one reason why an already very famous actor would have to pay his way back into the film he was already in. And that's if he was, let's not be too blunt, <laughs> let's not beat around the bush, diddling everyone and everything in sight. And, and who was who was, that, who was doing the... That was Bert. I forget the name of the actor. So that's unfortunate. But you're certain that whoever he was... I'm... I'm what, he was, what I've read he was what? <laughs> would suggest he was that the long legs doing... <laughs> of crime were snookling round <laughs> every underage doorframe in sight. Um unlovable, I suppose. Don't go it puts a whole other it's a jolly holiday with Mary. His I guess Bert's ability in the film to just kind of engage with strange children that he doesn't know that's well practiced often in blackface that should be sounding alarm bells anyone who's that ready to just take random kids on an adventure that's a problem like you need to investigate that maybe there's an innocent explanation maybe he works in a nursery maybe he volunteers at an orphanage but none of those are the case we know Bert to be at his core con man who switches and flits between careers like a mayfly gadding between different his objects. tax return is, is the biggest mess. What where he's got like three three street, from one man street band. performer chalkist yeah. magical bow, bowler hat wearing striped penguin jockey freak. cartoon jockey. Yeah, he's a confusing presence, and I think that he sets up a dynamic where. The children are forced to confront the fact that he's everything their dad isn't. And that's just not right. Because Mr. Banks is out there. He's working. He's 
grueling to put bread on that table. All the while, a ship's captain blasting off fire hazards. Of course. Just to the left of the house. And Dick Van Dyke's one's in. He's a bit like, I guess, um, the stereotype in films of like when there's a divorce and usually it's the mum's cool new boyfriend who like, oh, I don't know, he's a DJ or something. And the kid's <sighs> like, wow, dad, my mum, like mum's new boyfriend, Bob, he takes us out in his convertible. And the dad's like driving his tractor or is one of those like hand carts that you pull up and down to go in a mine <laughs> in the past to take them to school at like 6am and he just there's no need for Bert to be that confrontational in mm. the comparison that he draws Lin-Manuel therefore um, I mean we could go for hours about how he stands in stark contrast to that but I think his work and legacy will speak for himself for itself the decision to cast him, it struck me initially as odd and as... How's the accent work? Well, it's ongoing. And that's Lynn's great strength is that he... not The film's not uh, completed yet. Well, they've got these reshoots and stuff oh, that okay. they can do Lost these days. Yeah. ADR. Like they can right. dialogue right down until I think like the day before it comes out. It's fine to change quite major elements mm. of the film. That's just the way the kind of agile filmmaking right. yeah. of today. I was just making sure. Yeah, yeah no, that's good. Um... Lynn is very, very candid about the fact that he's not a finished product. And I think that's something that Dick never was. Even Sorry, the name, who, this is Dick Van Dyke. Oh, you do um, remember? Yeah, no, it just it was, came to was, me uh, I don't remember what, what else we might diddling? have said. <laughs> was it? <laughs> about him before. Um, yeah, that all like remains to be seen. This is all speculation. So well. you, Isaac BD, you of, of Collindale, London, you're, you're thankful I'm thankful for all of them, all of the good things that Lynn and Dick and everyone <laughs> have done. Shams giving. Oh. Right, only two more. I know. I've got a small one at the bottom. Yeah. Aren't so I, Declan Delane, uh-huh. in the year of our Lord 2018, am thankful for. Oh, go on. What could it be? Safe spaces for penitent perverts. Oh, penitent. Okay. Yeah. Um, so safe space is like, um, that's a term that fills me with the media. It triggers me, I suppose you'd say. Oh. I watch a lot of uh, Ben Shapiro, a lot of Alex Jones content. And what I've learned from the kind of altar of wisdom at which they sit and teach and really inform a generation Preach. is absolutely, is that safe spaces, these are, this is kind of where the libs go when we've owned them. So already that term being affixed to your statement of thanks it's giving me all kinds of bad bad vibes um that's understandable no thank you that means a lot um but uh i mean i i also find it ironic okay um in that you admit that Mm -hmm. you were triggered right what are you trying to say you're not i'm trying to say that it feels like you could do with your own safe space i don't know i don't need it feels like because you're always um Accusing the libs of being triggered. Uh-huh. Well, they are. They yeah. Because they? they're snowflakes. But it feels like you are just as easily. I've never been triggered. More easily. No. So you're all right with safe spaces? It, well, no, no, because that's bad. Oh, But why? I'm not triggered by them. I'm I'm repulsed. So that's a very, oh, okay. that's a very kind of manly. Right. Like, I'm, I will punch. Them. You're an alpha. Yeah, yeah I'll so pretty that's much. Okay. That's what um, I've seen. Uh, one of the things that I'm thankful for is uh, the alliteration. 
Mm. It's good branding. It's a bit like a kind of JK Rowling novel that never was. Yeah. If it was just uh, protection for pedos, there's still the alliteration, <laughs> but it's it doesn't quite have the same uh, rhetoric to no, it. No, and also... There's not quite a ring. And if it was just... Problematic. Yeah. If it was just um, comfy home uh-huh. for child sex offenders... Well, see, I don't know where you're getting this child element from, because a pervert is a a very broad group of individuals. I'm just saying that often Uh it's used to imply that about someone and therefore can be disparaging. Therefore, if we were to be a bit more functional in our description of it, then it it might not have the same uh, ring. It's interesting that you point that out because one of the earlier incarnations for this, that we'd said between us, we were going to only pick things that were BBC two broadcastable. Mm -hmm. Not sure we've stuck to it, but <laughs> the thought was that my original one was going to be safe spaces for non-offending nonsense. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. Yeah, kind similar of, vibe. Yeah. I've kind of picked up on that. Yeah, double S, double P. Um, but what I like about it is that, you know, sometimes mm. we can be all be guilty of crimes of the mind. Okay, Expand on that. What do you mean a crime of the mind? Well, anyone who's listened to this show has heard you utter any number of arrestable phrases. Oh, I don't imagine that's true. And uh, and also, of course, remember sorry, this is a comedy persona. Last episode, you used the word puscano. In an accurate semantic trap mm. that you'd laid for uh, me to say that. Oh, you're saying it was my... that I, I, think, I Well, that's how I remember. Well, you are often outsmarted. It's easily done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... We we don't want to just shoehorn people into the uh, the category of criminals just for having deviant thoughts. Okay. And often one of the best ways to teach people that they are frankly disgusting mm. is to allow them to keep talking, like Louis Theroux does. Oh. You know, he finds people who believe uh, frankly um, morally unjustifiable things. Okay. Uh, who hold beliefs. Like the Westboro Baptist Church picketing all those funerals. Yes. Okay. Uh, and what he does is he doesn't go and shout at them yep. and he doesn't throw them in prison. He's not been triggered like you probably would be. He just goes along and he stands there in silence and lets them keep talking until they contradict themselves and make themselves look like utter buffoons. Yeah, he sort of haunts them like a ghost of a long owl. Yeah, until or they're so he's confused. basically like a physical conscience yeah. that people feel the need to like rationalise and justify to. And so what I'm thinking is if we if we put a sign on the door and it's like, oh, safe space for yeah, penitent sorry, perverts. You kind of gestured to our door. You're not saying that. Yeah, to be, your bedroom door. I can't be doing that. It's fine. It's while you're out. So I, it's, it's all right. I will have to put a lot of plastic sheeting down. We're, we're already on the I'll fifth meeting. I'll have to remove like, Elmo from... Oh, no. he He's the most penitent of all. <laughs> <laughs> <You said that. laughs> Um, but in our previous meetings in there, it's, it's all been very good. Nobody's really made a mess. Um, uh, so Okay. Um, not in the uh, physical sense. Anyway. Right. That's fine, um, I guess. Then. Spiritually, it's, it's <laughs> all absolute clusterfucking. Um, but what you find is they come in and you're like, oh, so what are you sorry for? And they're like, oh, just, just perversions. I lick salt lamps. And you're like, okay, you and lick salt lamps. That doesn't sound too bad. Like, is there any more to... Like, with my dick. And oh, there is. You should have and, led with that bit. You should have and said... You, and you oh. see, that single, that single simple question yeah. is enough to just... 
bring down all their defences because it said safe space on the door. So, so they think oh, that so they're you've all trapped right. them. Yeah, exactly. So really, this is like a child catcher trap for the child. Yeah, catchers. that's why I'm I'm thankful for them. Uh, and then what happens is they they come and they realise that they are disgusting lollipops. And what what actually happens often is that they all realise that the others are disgusting. It's like the uh, Christ of Ypsilanti, that experiment where that doctor got like eight different patients who all thought they were Jesus reincarnated to all chat to each other. And then the conclusion, he interviews them afterwards and they're all like, everyone else here is fucking nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And then after a few sessions... They keep thinking that and they're like, wow, hang on, hang on. But they're all. Do you think they think I'm nuts? And I'm coming. Surely not. And I've chosen. Oh my God, I'm a penitent pervert. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when you sweep in with like a certificate. With of the police. Penit- oh yeah, that one. <laughs> with, with the armed police. giving. Here I go. Penultimate one. I, Isaac BD. I'm not doing that <laughs> I, Isaac uh, BD, oh, no. am thankful for nobody, not even one person bothering to attend our mutual friend's disastrous Halloween party. Oh, <sighs> that feels uh, somewhat mean, I guess. Cruel, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's like a harsh thing to be thankful that's for. That's what I think as well. Also, listeners don't have a lot of context for this because although we recorded nearly two hours of content on it for the patreon we're yet to have put it out into the world for severe editing reasons <laughs> every time i reopen the file and look at the amount of work still to be done because if i miss a minute of it normally i can just skip through and be like yeah haven't said anything bad haven't sworn unduly um this one is career ending in yeah. its devastation but on the flip side, I am glad that, that no one went to it because otherwise that content wouldn't have been that fostered is one into good the world. reason. Yeah, it's one of many. Um, uh, well, let's hear some of the the others. If there's, we did an episode many moons ago about what I think we ended up calling something very Goebbels esque, like social conditioning. Social conditioning, yeah. And I think there's probably even longer terms suggested back in the day. Some skeptics have called it bullying. Yeah, now those people are, you know, they're not they far need from social the truth, conditioning. <laughs> but they're gonna be conditioned in such a social way <laughs> they won't know what hit them. What happened was long and short of it, guys, um, there was a very unfortunate we were gonna keep this between us and the patrons, but it's fine that you want to get it out there in the Look, world. You could have done on the your other head one. bit, whatever the results of this are. An event was made for a Halloween party a very long time in advance of Halloween, very far away from us, like an hour. A bit longer, even, perhaps. It'd be longer than an hour. Uh, it invited almost everyone on the planet. Long and short of it is no one said they were going, and the event was cancelled in in very kind of tragic circumstances that made it moved even this cold heart. Today, a child suggested that... My nickname should be Icicle. And so... <laughs> Did you learn anything from that? No, all no. I've taken oh, okay. is that um, even I, Icicle BD, <laughs> was moved to real feeling by this event. And, and those... that feeling was 
in the context of this show, I'm so glad all of this happened. It's not tragic. It's not, you know, a great misfortune that's befallen not only the person who hosted the event that failed so spectacularly, but society as a whole for allowing this to happen. I yeah. think these are all, again, good things. Thanks. And you stand by that. Yeah. <laughs> i've got one more should we do our next episode just called very sorry and just <laughs> detailed retractions of all of these that shampologies <laughs> we could sell that we can finally get that hard p that you're looking oh, to get god i love that hard p in i declan delane uh-huh. in the year get of our lord involved declan edward delane nice in the year of our lord yeah. 2018. Uh-huh. I'm thankful for the subreddit r slash coming on figurines. Coming on. Coming on figurines. So that is that like beckoning them on like, oh, come on. No, what it refers to is the act of, I believe, only men. Right. Exclusively men. Okay. Who masturbate. Oh. And then ejaculate. Ejaculate. Onto dolls oh okay now that's a novel concept for sure it's not the kind of thing you see on breakfast television for example and so it concerns it's well breakfast television being the most cowardly sort of television absolutely that's yeah that's something we can agree on i'd drink to that any day of the week um talk to me about the thankful element why what what kind of fills you with that gratitude i'm really glad that you ask um i'm i'm into it Oh, <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I'm into it, and I into doing it or into just no, just into watching. I'm, but you don't get to I'm watch not, it happen. You no, no, but I just like knowing that it has. It's ah. the fact that you get to imagine that story for yourself because it is a narrative. Why, why this doll? Right. Why now? Give me what sort of dolls do you see there? Uh, it could be anything, right? From anything from a little troll figurine. Ah. Uh one of those full-sized brats dolls that you would. Girls do the little, like, hair and makeup of. Okay, so that's like a kind of double crime. Well, yeah, exactly. Sure. Um, so, it, it, and anything that life betwixt. What about, like, an old Russian carving from, like, 1920s yeah, some, of a, maybe a saint? Each one of the Matryoshka dolls. Oh. you can't just go on the that outside. That gets more criminal as you go. Exactly. So there's, that's playing with... Well, it depends which end you start at. Traje- no one's starting smallest to largest. <laughs> and then putting the small one in the large well, yeah, one. yeah, you've got to... To just... To keep it all in whole there. set. Yeah. Oh, you sick and me. Um, uh, I'm also thankful because, uh-huh. as we said with uh, the safe spaces for penitent perverts... Uh-huh. And with the, more you, but that's the hair fur of the unkempt hair of the elderly, yeah. is that it's a fantastic signifier mm. that someone is an unpenitent pervert. Oh, if they're going, that they're an there. absolutely proud balls to the dolls, uh-huh. uh, sicko, masturbating freak, exhibitionist um, as well. And uh, and it's one of those things where there will come a time uh-huh. when it's the year of our Lord, the last one. Yeah. And it's the end of days, yep. and it's gonna be, it's gonna make things a lot easier, because uh, like some some people are probably thinking, God, every 
every single person that's ever lived has to be it's going to have to be individually yeah. judged it's going to take so because the you admin. know there's a, there's a lot of subjectivity and you know some people are going to have to plead their case everyone's going to need like a, philosophical, a kind of like metaphysical inquiry required. yeah people are going to need heavenly lawyers yeah. and whatnot it's, it's going to be a whole it's going to be a whole thing but what are slash coming on figurines does it's good to keep mentioning it, it so is people it, know it's a R slash coming on figurines yeah. yeah is that don't check it out is that it it really cuts through a lot of that bureaucracy and just is like sorry lads if you've ever you, heard of you, this you, <laughs> you're you done. posted visited thought about mentioned Podcasted several times <laughs> the subreddit r slash coming on figurines and for that reason and said the angel gabriel <laughs> it's it's a real deal breaker yeah, it's one no of the it's one of those reasons okay. that they just pull that big lever mm. and you fall Whee! from the heavens like lucifer himself teeth down into into hell shams giving last but not least i am just profoundly thankful for perhaps for this one above all others melancholy just the concept of it just the very idea of it because from melancholy springs the kind of pensive artistic state that brought us some of the great coming on figurines-esque mm. innovation. Do you figure the that they're age. motivated by melancholy? Oh, for sure. There's something <laughs> a real missing from those boys' lives <laughs> in a very, very deep and essential There way. is a tragedy that they definitely all think they're the Hamlet of their lives, don't they? <laughs> you think they, like, pick up the figurine like Yorick's Hold car. it up. I, You know, they knew the figurine yeah, so well. Before basting it. With oh, I don't even want to finish. No, don't. It's horrid. Even <laughs> it's only going to be another plus cano. <laughs> plus basting was a very kind of Thanksgiving verb, mm. so it works on many many levels. Melancholy is you know if Inside Out taught us anything, they used the more simplified notion of sadness. I guess more simplified is unfair. It's more universal, more general. Melancholy is a facet of that. I would argue that sadness in the film really displays melancholy as her primary state, mm. rather than like. She's not sad in the way of like, oh, I'm going to sit here and eat five cans of Ben and Jerry's, which comes in pots, so good luck. <laughs> Whilst binging like Sex and the City to get over this person I've broken up with. It's not that kind of sadness. It's, it's not, not Bridget Jones sadness. It's not screaming, oh, my boy, my son, when Cedric Diggory gets shot <laughs> by... Lord Voldy. I like that you make it sound like lots of people shouted God, that people when people wouldn't stop. Hagrid storming forward. Peter Pettigrew. Firenze the centaur. Just comes back from the having just killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Heads to Hogwarts. Just Guess to the next claim, claim fathership. <laughs> Very weird scene ahead of its time, for sure. Melancholy then is, as Pixar taught us, it's the yang to the yin of joy. And without it, what are we but baseless, spineless sunbeams flitting through the hall of mirrors of happy life? Do you not feel that the distinction between melancholy and sadness that you allude to... Uh Is, and uh, so eloquently demonstrated. What? Well, yes. Yeah. Perhaps uh, sets it apart from sadness in that way of a useful tool, and actually just makes it a singularly 
depressing state oh, of being. Oh, no. Thank you for asking. <laughs> because it's a firm no. An unrepentant you, no. You, you don't think the that... The kind of no actually that I couldn't take melancholy, back even once. Melancholy perhaps leads to more, more depression oh. and anguish in the world than... Could be made up for. You're starting to by, sound a bit like a by you know Bob phone. Dylan albums and uh, no. pop psychology of uh, Pixar film. No, need I say no? any more? Oh, okay, <laughs> I think it and, speaks and for when itself. I check on Sunday's episode, <laughs> you'll stand by no, this. <laughs> I'm always willing to have my mind changed, and if that were to happen between now and even the end of this very episode, <laughs> so be it. If that's what the universe oh, has in store, but dear. for now, melancholy. For King 2018. Champs giving. Oh, but wait a second. What's that rustling round? There's a secret compartment at the bottom of my cup. Uh, I'm opening it up. I, I hate Creaky this, I'd just like to say. What's down there? Is this your show, Rick? Hello? 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 It's echoing. It's like Mad-Eye Moody down in all those crates While and Isaac does this, what, what oh, I'm going to say is... Let me so, dive that, that whilst you may have recognised that the show thus far has been done with uh, uh, an air of, dare I say it, insincerity, um, there is a stark contrast for the final part of the feature in which we couldn't be more sincere if we tried. Grab my hands! There's no saving you from where you are. And I'm back. Oh, it was dark down there. There was sludge in every place you'd care to mention and some more. But I retrieved from the... Who knew that these cups had a false bottom? You've had them for ages. And no one ever told me to dive right down into the murky depths of Pink Cup. Um, Horrible phrase, and I'm sorry for ever sharing it. I found one more piece of paper, and sure, it's covered in detritus, and it doesn't look like anyone's bothered to read it or even pay it any attention or mind for for decades at least but i'm gonna try and make it out now in the light of thanksgiving maybe if we if we come together with our cups joined in a kind of matrimony a kind of cup tremony and we give one more chance giving maybe the light will shine upon this in a way that means we can read the ultimate thanks of the season it's holly wants it's not. That's the one I wouldn't read. It's clear as day. It says, P, P, no, it's a, it's an L. L- listeners. Well, I don't know what it could mean. I'm tearing it up. Anyway, this has been one hell of an episode. No, we are thankful for the listeners. I just did. Off the show. While you were in the, while you were in the sludge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a little thing about how the rest of the show, they might have picked up on, was right. a little bit insincere. I actually was here, so I did hear it because that was just acting that I was doing. I didn't. Leave oh, the okay. Sorry. Yeah. So I know. So it was I, very but then I said that this bit would be more sincere, okay. so we should probably just try and. Are you Are you on board? I'm moving into a sincere mode. Okay. Well, and a while, sincere pose. While Isaac swaps his face and here does a little Bruce Forsyth <laughs> pose, um, we are very thankful for the listenership. Yes. What remains of it, what? especially after this. <laughs> Great big travesty. Um, we are thankful not only for your presence, yeah. but for your involvement. That was with a CE, but if you want to change it to a TS, yeah. contact me. I'll give you our address. We are thankful for the fact that thus far, uh-huh. as you know, to our knowledge, yep. 
none of you have reported us to any authority. That's really good because it's actually the longest either of us have gone. Yeah. Without without a call from the old uh, the old bill. And if we're going to be perfectly honest, uh-huh. there's a there's a fair amount of ammunition. Oh well, for some of us more than others, for sure. Well, yeah, no, yeah. you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, well, I could say the same. Oh, oh no. What was it before? Four is the new. 17 you said okay Uh, good that's just good to have on record but yeah in this you know thanksgiving it means at once so much to us and probably more accurately absolutely nothing because we're not american are we no we don't care for for the holiday we kind of actively despise it for giving us the black friday concept that god is is taking hold of, of everyone's lives and ruining them slowly as it churns us into more capitalist mulch however we thought we'd take this opportunity to reflect on what we're thankful for and you know it's none of those 10 things that we've just said That's definitely not especially not all those horrid things you made me say about dick van dyke <laughs> he'll I probably die tomorrow the thing is is that, that i thing is, is I, I didn't even you mention said he was dick unlovable. van dyke no i said bert the character oh, was as if he's you, separable. you were the one who decided apropos of nothing to say that dick van dyke was a pedo well look the record will show differently i'm sure (laughs) i'm really hoping for that to be the case but outside of those things look maybe other shows more traditional shows more sincere shows Mm -hmm. better shows would do a real kind of heartfelt interrogative self-reflectionary episode about what there really is for us to be thankful for. What we're going to do is some plugs. And what we've done so far is kind of a farce, but we want to end on on a real note of sincere gratitude for sticking with us for all this time, whether it's your first episode and indeed your last, or you've been here <laughs> since the beginning. Thanks for all you've done and thanks for being in our lives. It part keeps of, us going. Part of the shame city. Yeah. Shanks. Giving. Now, if you'd like to get involved in the chat, if you have anything that you'd like to say, if you'd like to apologise before sending this episode on to the police, uh-huh. then uh, you can get in touch in a new and novel way. Oh, We're God, bringing Shame City into the 22nd century yeah, we with first. the Discord. Yeah. Shame.city slash Discord. Dishcord. <laughs> That's a horrible idea. A dishcord. Yeah, Shame dot city slash discord. Go on, now, what's that? Discord. It's only an app where we have a little chat room, a chat platform, and you can, a chat server, in and fact. you can post images. Now, even me, we've got file sharing. Even Declan, <laughs> we've got different rooms for different things. We've got voice chat. We could set up. We've got a channel solely for posting the YouTube links to our episodes. We could share our screens if we wanted. Wow! We could all organise a game night, or all sit down and watch a film together. We haven't even made use of the audio yet. These but are we all sure things that we will. can do. And uh, it's actually, as we mentioned last time, it's been sort of thriving in a way that I didn't expect it to be. It's nice. It's just, it's not like you don't feel obliged to always be there and like pumping out content, but it's always there if you want just to share something, get some feedback. We recommended some videos, some articles. It's all going back and forth. Professor Matt shared an article that's an actual like academic paper. That he wrote. Keeping it very highbrow. Yeah. Over at the Shame City Discord. 
Uh, so do get involved. What was the URL again then, Declan? It's shame.city yeah. slash Discord. That makes sense. That's a logical If you URL. already have the Discord app, uh-huh. it'll just open up in there. For Easy you as pie. In. And if you don't, do I have to download anything? Because I'm old and crusty. You can if you want. But if not, there is a website oh, for it. Oh, thank fuck for that. Um, as always, you can email tas at shame.city yep. or via the website shame.city slash contact. You can find the show on Twitter at That's a Shamecast. Mm. You can find Isaac at IsaacBD and you can find myself at DE Delane. Why wouldn't you? Uh, you can leave us a five star glowing review that That'd mentions nice. nothing we spoke of today. <laughs> That's between you <laughs> and the grave. Shame.city slash review or shame.city slash reviews. And when better than Thanksgiving week, if you're even an I thankful for even a second of the show maybe you laughed once in 120 episodes you giggled on the bus and someone looked at you like you were mental which still happens even though and i really resent it because everyone knows that podcasts or just listening to something funny is a thing but if you ever laugh on the tube at something you're just listening to people look at you like you're an absolute yeah you've broken the rules it's really horrid and i think we should start breaking through that stigma but even if you have laughed just the once Chuck us a review. It's a great way to say thanks. We're also in the middle of, uh, I won't say a campaign, but we're going to say an apathetic attempt to gain one more patron by the Mm. end of the year. We have a lovely set of patrons. We're big fans. We've got some uh, extra content coming out as soon as we can face the editing process yep. together and there's always there's more every month there's content yep. every month um more on its way shame.city slash patreon well i don't think it is is it isn't it patreon.com slash shame city yeah but i'm pretty sure you can get there by yeah maybe you not. can why not test that out that can be a little but, fun yeah. for you as isaac says alternatively patreon.com slash shame city and is that expensive is it am i it's... gonna have to have loads of money no you know how 50p yeah right how that's not very much well it, could, it is a lot to some people uh, That's well, yeah, a to me. Wages, <laughs> to you. <laughs> um, but 50 cents is even less than that. Just uh, about. And 25 still. even less. And 25 is even less than that. And from just that tiny little amount per episode, That's you nuts. can continue to get new content. Yeah. You get maybe. some bonus shit. You get a special pink roll on the Discord that will make wow. you. It's task pink. You'll look hot as hell. And You'll depending, be the envy of the whole village. And if you've got a little more to, to, to share, then you, we'll even send you something. There's no we? upper limit on generosity. <sighs> and you don't even need to thank us for that because that's, that's just life. That's about it, isn't it? You can want me, Bob. Oh, tell a friend about the show, why don't you? Word because of word is of best mouth, of mouth at this time of gratitude remains the best of mouth. Until episode 121, when Thanksgiving will have passed yep, uh, and all of those opinions that we've pretended to have today will be fully forgotten dead and buried apart from all that geography stuff which i think was true okay (laughs) i've been isaac you've been i've been declan happy champs giving bye guys Necessities, simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities. Oh, Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. Well.
She's a buzzin' in the tree To make some honey just for me The bare necessities of life will come to you Come to you 